Welcome back to my podcast. Today we're going to be talking about track six on Punisher, Chinese Satellite. This is a really profound song that I haven't, it has a topic that really hasn't been discussed very much and it's very nuanced to Phoebe Bridgers and it's not at all about a romance or her life really it's about her relationship with god and her struggling with with agnosticism and how she really wishes that she had faith and she talked about how really this stems from the feeling she got when she was 11 and didn't get a mail letter inviting her to go to hogwarts after she read harry potter and i think that's really relatable because i think anyone who is a harry potter fan was just waiting for that letter to arrive but that's really kind of covers the feeling that she has with her lack of faith as well it's like she's waiting and waiting for this this feeling this connection to occur and she just she doesn't have it and she really wants to believe but like that small thing she talks about how it really altered her view on belief and that was the last time she really believed in anything and she's not saying that there isn't a god out there she just doesn't feel a connection to one and she wishes she had more faith and more beliefs and more trust and so this is really a very deep topic like I said and it's interesting because even looking at the album cover it's it's Phoebe looking up at the sky and this is really the imagery that's portrayed in this song it's her looking up trying to feel something trying to feel a connection a greater power that's going to make her feel a little bit less alone because she talks a lot about how she's alone in her mind and how she wishes she had some sort of belief system to feel like things were going to work out that's a something she really wants to have in her life right she talks about that in waiting room which she talks about how she knows things are for the better which is really the closest thing she has to a belief system trying to tell herself things are for the better believing that the universe is real and she talks about how she does believe in a lot of things she believes in tarot cards she believes so she has certain things that she really does have faith in or she tries to have faith in but she feels almost like it's too good to be true to know that there's a greater power at work that's gonna lead her where she needs to go and it kind of makes her feel like she has all this pressure on her back and and it's why she talks a lot about the universe and a lot about other beings being out there because she constantly feels this loneliness that feels like it's gonna be there forever Another thing that this song is about that she doesn't actually say but that she references basically every time she performs is that this song was inspired a lot by her experience with getting an abortion and the fact that she often associates people who are pro-life and not allowing women to have a choice with getting abortions and what to do with their body with people who are very religious and how she is upset that that connotation is there but it's just based on her own experience and so sometimes she will tell the audience that they need to go vote and that they need to support those so that people can have an option on what to do with their bodies and to kind of defund the system of taking that opportunity away which has already happened in many states so she will refer to that a little bit before she plays a song because I think in her mind religion 
often intersects with these laws because a lot of people who are religious don't believe that women should be able to get abortions, which can be true, but she's trying to separate the two in her own head. She wants to use her presence sometimes as well to not only just play music about herself, but to also try to help change the world as I think every artist tries. different types of people, but a lot of um, unmarginalized, or unmarginalized, a lot of marginalized people and undocumented people uh, who are affected, obviously, disproportionately um, to those of us who live in California. And uh, have, I don't know, it's just cool to see these places um, giving access to people who don't have access, but it also just makes me hate the fucking government. way to look at it that I first heard was that she referring to music and how a lot of artists struggle so much for their passion but they are just thinking gosh if there's anything else I could do I would do it it reminds me of this quote from Marvelous Mrs. Maisel that Lenny Bruce says where it's like you don't do this art because you want to necessarily it's because it is what you are meant to do and if you are choosing to do this when you have other possibilities, do it. But for her, music is her whole life. And it is the only thing she can do. She went to college. She couldn't do it, even though it was a art school, because she knew she just had to go out and put out music. And that was her path. And in a way, that's her own... Maybe she doesn't realize this, but I think that was her own universal message that she might not have realized, but that was definitely... A feeling that didn't come from just her mind. It, it comes from this real higher power that she just knows. Another way to look at this though is that a lot of people who believe in the supernatural or believe in God, they have this list of rules or these lists of things that they know are the right way to live. And a lot of who they are is their, um, their religion. And that is like a central part of who they are that can really help guide them and so running around in circles is like this feeling of being lost because you're trying to chase something but you just don't know what it is trying to figure out who you are is really hard when you don't have a a basis um for who you are which a lot of people who believe in their true self comes in the form of like connecting to god they have that as their structure for who they are, but she doesn't have that. And so she really has this freedom that can almost be suffocating because you have too many options. You have no idea who you really are. And she talks about this in many songs, this struggling with knowing her true self and and disassociation because she's not grounded in herself. And running around in circles technically is realizing that finding herself is is futile. As somebody said, identity is performative, meaning it's it's all just a facade at the end of the day, and 
you as a person are you as a person chasing who you are is not going to help you find it you are who you are a lot of times if you don't follow a religious guide you can do whatever you want and that feeling can be scary somebody asked her what does that quote mean and she said i tried to be a person who jogged drowning out the morning birds with the same three songs over and over i wish i wrote it but i didn't so i learned the words she mentions a lot about how she loves other artists as i mentioned a lot in her last song in her song Punisher, she talks a lot about her idolism and how she connects so much to songs that she never wrote, songs she's listened to that she loves so much. She wished she could just have them as a, or as she puts it, get inside of them by covering them. And I think that that is really common with artists. Like if you hear a song that you love so much, you're just, you're mad that you didn't write it. And you're just thinking, man, I wish the song was mine. I wish I could have come up with it. And so drowning out the morning birds is also like a reference to how in the morning you get woken up when you don't want to and you just want to keep sleeping and then you play these songs but then you're so invested in them that you can't go back to sleep because these songs are now keeping your attention and you're too in love with these songs and then wishing you wrote it obviously so many artists deal with this it's just hearing a song and being like I relate to this so much it's crazy that somebody else wrote this I feel this way a lot with Phoebe Bridger songs I feel like I I could have written this it's like someone was inside my brain like Phoebe was inside my brain trying and she just took exactly what I was feeling and wrote it down and sometimes all you can do is play a cover of the song so that you can at least have it be a part of you it's something you can play even if you didn't write it Come along till the feeling's gone forever. And then you play it so much that you're like over that feeling of, you know, obsession. The feeling that the music is so powerful that it almost is like a giant wave crashing over you, drowning out the things around you. Also, sometimes when you're playing so many other songs and music, it can numb you to your own music or it can numb you to what's going on in your own life. So that could also be what the feelings gone is really about. Took a tour to see the stars, but they weren't out This is such a fun play on words, and Phoebe does this a lot, I think. She likes to write one line, and then the next line, it has a whole nother meaning. But then when you look back at that first line, it, it changes the meaning again. And so took a tour to see the stars is like how, you know, you can go on the Starline tours in Hollywood and see the stars, but then you get this disappointed feeling when there's no one actually out. Those celebrities are not just waiting for you to go see them. So that's took a tour to see the stars, but they weren't out tonight. But then also you can say you're looking up at the stars and they weren't there. And if you want to believe that the stars are these metaphysical objects that represent the universe and represent God, then if they're not there, that can represent how she doesn't feel anything when she looks up at the sky. She doesn't see this vision of there being a greater person out there looking out for her.
And so instead she has to choose something more mundane and something man-made just so that she can wish on something. She mentions wishing a lot in a lot of her songs like Graceland too. Songs could come true. I'm asking for it if they do. She has these all these wishes that she wants to come true. That she's like asking whoever is listening to her out there, even if it's just that Chinese satellite, just for something to wish on so that she can have some belief that whatever what she wants is going to come true because although she says she has everything she wanted sometimes even if we have everything we initially wanted we're always finding new things that we're working on and working towards and wishing for and you can get everything you wanted but still feel really sad and down and that's a really big part of depression which phoebe bridger struggles from and so sometimes I think when she said that line going back to garden song I think it's like almost this realization I have everything I wanted which has this melancholy feel to it because it's like I just got everything I wanted why do I still get sad and it's this kind of self-reflection like what are you doing why are you sad like you have all these things but that doesn't matter at the end of the day when you're really feeling down it, it doesn't have to do with a certain thing it's just the way you feel as she says in funeral from stranger in the alps and that's just how i feel always have and i always will i want to this line makes me cry like it's actually making me tear up because it's it's so real for her it's super vulnerable it's it's not her saying I don't I don't believe that there's something out there I really want to but I'm being she's being real with herself and she doesn't want to lie I think the whole thing about I've been running around in circles pretending to be myself it's the same message she wants to be super super true to herself but she doesn't know who that person is and she doesn't think being herself is lying and she's coming to terms with the fact that she doesn't believe right now in the place she is in when she's trying to believe so much and she's going up and looking at the stars looking at the sky and feeling nothing it's such a disappointing feeling it's that same feeling of opening up you know the mail and not seeing that letter to hogwarts it's just it's disappointment at a full acme and you're just you're you're wishing so hard that you can even believe in something so it's almost a paradox you're wishing that your wishes will be actually plausible that your wishes will actually come true and feeling nothing again it's until the feeling is gone forever it's this going back to this numbness that a lot of people feel when you just have dissociation syndrome when you have depression it's not necessarily even feeling sad feeling hope feeling longing it's just nothing and feeling no connection is such a lonely sensation where you have nothing to rely on and you feel completely isolated from the world. No matter how many people are around you, you can still feel nothing. You know I hate to be alone. So going into this line a little bit, again, she's talking about how loneliness is a, a feeling she doesn't like, but she has constantly around her and that she has so many people in her life who are gone now who she wishes she could see again right so like her idols even now her father she doesn't want to constantly be losing people and she 
wants to be wrong and she wants to believe that ghosts are real and that there's a god looking out for her and that she'll be okay and i think that's why she connects so much to the ghost figure like in stranger in the alps and the skeletons is is kind of her losing her faith in those ghosts that she had in her earlier ages in her earlier years of her life and now she's like okay well at least like you know the skeletons what's underneath is still real you know and I think that's one of the reasons why skeletons are a symbol in this album is it's trying her trying to get underneath the surface and trying to see what's beyond just her appearance and, and see who she is inside. And that's really what I think the skeletons represent throughout this album and why that's the new symbol that she's created for the album Punisher, right? So a Punisher really is the truest fan who who just wants to know everything about somebody and and it idolizes someone so much. But when you idolize someone, you can lose who you really are. And so getting to beyond the surface of knowing who you are and what's underneath it all, right? It's a skeleton. And so the skeleton represents your truest self beyond the facade and who you are as a person, not anyone else. I want to be It's her being, again, super upfront and honest. And it's, she doesn't want to be this way. She doesn't want to be one of those atheists or somebody who really doesn't believe. She's like, I'm agnostic. I, I don't know what I believe, but I do know I want to believe in someone and in something. Belief is such a beautiful feeling when you have it. And faith is such a wonderful thing if you can really hold on to it and hope, right? They all kind of go hand in hand in some way or another. And and she wants it so badly. And so she tells people, oh my gosh, if you believe in God, I'm so envious. I, I want to be wrong so bad. And she's not saying she's choosing this life. It's just where she is right now. And she wants something to prove her wrong, essentially. She's waiting for something to happen to show her that, you know, there is an afterlife. And also, when you lose people, it can be a comforting thing to believe, okay, I'll see these people again one day. And if she's wrong... If there is a greater God out there, if there is a greater presence, if there is a future where she can see her loved ones, that's all she wants. Really what she wants is to change who she is right now, to be proven wrong. You were screaming at the This is actually based on a true story. So she was out with Connor Oberst, former boyfriend, and who worked on the album Punisher with her. They were walking by and there were these evangelicals who were um, anti-abortion, pro-life, and they were like really getting up in her face and she was just done with it. And so she starts yelling back at them. And, and so she's actually talking about herself here. They had this real argument. I still haven't really fathomed what that means, but I'm assuming it's like a death reference. Because I think when you're gone, it's forever. And so this is, again, this idea that she doesn't believe that there's an afterlife. She doesn't believe that her loved ones will ever have a relationship with her again. She doesn't really believe in ghosts. She doesn't believe in spirits, but she really wants to. She doesn't know. She's not saying she knows that when you're gone. She says, because I think this. This is what I'm thinking right now. I don't know if it's true. And we know that she wants to be wrong about that. 
But despite her beliefs, despite what she thinks, she would still do anything for that to change. And so... One of her favorite stories was when she was almost done with the song and she needed one more line. She's walking down the street and she's thinking, well, remember that time when we were walking down the street, me and Connor, and someone was screaming at me. Someone had a really offensive picket sign of insanely homophobic things and all this offensive imagery. She was talking to Connor and he came up with this line and he thought of this. But this is, I think, my favorite line on this entire song. And it's one of my favorite lines she's ever written. It's basically the ultimate form of sacrifice. And it's, you know, again, talking about herself. She's talking about who she is and what she stands for. But she would sacrifice all of that and all of her pride. And it's one of the most selfless things. Because at the end of the day, her beliefs, what she thinks, it doesn't matter if it would mean that she could see the people who she loves again who have passed on. And if there was any chance that there could still be a possibility for that to happen, she'd do it. And she'd stand embarrassed and she'd go against all of her morals. And that's really a sign that she's not done trying with hope. She still has this moral that goes above all of the other things she stands for. And I think that's that could lead to why she feels kind of struggling with who she is. Because she knows that there's something greater than all of the things she stands for. And that can create this kind of feeling of not knowing who she is. But I think that at the end of the day that is something really amicable and something really selfless and that in itself is who she is she's somebody who cares so much sometimes when i can't sleep it's just a matter of time before i'm hearing things here's one of the reasons at night she can feel presences she can feel spirits around her it almost feels like it could be possible that ghosts are real and that that person is their spirit is at least with her that's her hearing things and it's talking about this state of where you're almost asleep, where you're a little bit less firm in your beliefs and you can almost dream up something, right? So it's this dreams, again, she's going back to this concept of having dreams and they can be meaningful so much so that they can make you think you're feeling presences, right? Which you could be. And again, she's mentioning a lot in the song the loss of loved ones in her life and the loss of, of people who she once knew or wanted to know and wishing she could talk to them again and that's a huge part of what faith is it's believing that those spirits never leave you and she wants to know that those people are still with her taking care of her watching over her when she's in that dreamlike state she can almost feel a presence with her and a spirit but then she reminds herself that's impossible that's that's wrong that's not true. And it's writing this feeling off instantly because it's just what you're used to and what you know is true. But at the same time, it's not for sure. And those feelings exist for a reason. Through the Walls is like a reference to ghosts. Again, she really wants to believe in spirits. And that's like saying, I could feel a ghost come through the walls, right? 
And Phoebe explained that I definitely leave room for the possibility of ghosts because it really does fascinate me. Even if ghosts aren't real, historically weird things like sleep paralysis and night sweats happen, why people thought they were ghosts. And so there's some truth there. Again, she's just trying to find any things to keep some hope alive. She's kind of debunking the myth of ghosts in this moment, but at the same time, she's still not fully leaving the possibility of ghosts and a loved one coming back as completely impossible even though she says it and even the way she says it she goes that's impossible and then the like it's this silence and the drums kick in again it's her writing off this dream this hope for a second but we know that that's not fully there it's kind of this half-hearted statement trying to wake yourself up um from this dream that you're having so a lot of people would be scared of the idea of an alien abduction of of an alien coming down from through a tractor beam and taking someone away but she looks at it in a totally different light as she does with many images and scary things in her songs she thinks of it as somebody to take her away from the life that she doesn't want to be in and basically putting her under her wing and that really stands for a lot of what people who have religious beliefs kind of feel it's it's just a connection to somebody out there who's maybe greater than you or has powers that you don't or someone different that could be like a parental figure if you will just somebody watching over you to remind you that things are going to be okay and to let you know that you're special and to absolve you of the feelings of negativity that you may have in your current mundane life and it's this idea of come away with me like I will take you under my wing I will take you to a better place that's what she thinks and I think in a way you can connect that to the idea that people have when they die that they're gonna be taken by God to heaven it's this better place and for her if she doesn't feel a connection to God the next thing for her is an alien or somebody from the supernatural or from beyond earth coming to take her away and being pulled up through this beam of light and that's what a tractor beam is it's a very spiritual thing whether or not she feels like she's a spiritual person this idea of somebody bringing her through a ray of light somewhere else to a better world and she still wants to believe this because a part of her does believe maybe one day something will change and to go into a more broader term she's hoping for change she wants something different i relate to this a lot because a lot of times i feel the same way like i want something to change i want something out of the ordinary to wake me up from the lull that life can sometimes provide this is what she's kind of trying to convey with this line. And she's mentioning sci-fi as space is often referred to in sci-fi. This whole song really revolves around this concept of space. And the tractor in itself could possibly be leading to or be linked to a person that she may have lost who had connection to a farm she has a lot of these ideas of gardens and nature and farms and things like that as well as just the outer space so she's just a very rounded depiction of different places in her life or places in the world that she wants to go and see right it's all about travel as i mentioned before she wants to go different places and that can mean more than just physical places but mental too 
she says oh i want someone to be like come away with me it's actually totally different than you ever thought and you are special but really she comes to terms with the fact that she's not and that's most likely not going to happen but she wants to believe that it will because that's what's keeping her going in her day-to-day life knowing that there is this possibility that one day things could change life could be totally different and i mean that in a positive way and i'll refer to this a lot more later and i know the end where we really go deeper into this concept and also attractor beam represents light right and seeing the light in an otherwise world of darkness right she's mentioning looking up at the stars looking up at the sky she wants to see light the very famous saying there's a light at the end of the tunnel that's kind of what this is like that it's seeing a light that you didn't see before also it's interesting that she says that if i go outside so maybe staying inside and actually going away from this possibility makes it real and gives it this possibility that stays with you sometimes you don't want to go check and see if this is a possibility because if you get proven wrong that can be worse than living in the unknown I think this is a really emotional line because like we said in Garden Song, she lost the place where she's really from, the place where her family lived burnt in a fire, and then the other part of California where her family lived up in Northern California, it also caught on fire. So her life has been constantly like lit on fire and burnt away from her and she's feeling like pieces of her are are dying whether or not it's a person this song's about or if it's just pieces of her but she wants to go back to where she's from and she's lost that and maybe even home isn't a physical place she doesn't know where that is because in this song she really struggles with knowing who she is but she feels that if she went to a place where she's from that that could define her as a person and where she's derived from and where all of her thoughts and mentality comes from it's almost like finding the answer if you will finding the cause to where you are today and if that place is gone it can lead to a real struggle and a crisis in who you are because you've lost that grounded stability of knowing you can always go back to the place where you first remember being in And then the line, I want to go home, where she basically wails it like a stifled sob or a, or a crying scream that really is prolonged with the music building. The music almost creates this imagery of something rising or her body being taken by that tractor beam up to the sky to wherever she's going to go. But we don't see anything further than that. And it ends on that high note because we don't know what's going to come next because that hasn't happened to her yet. I think it represents a lot of childhood, right? I want to go home. That can be something that you associate with a young kid. But in this moment, I think that's what it's supposed to represent. And how even though she's grown, she still is, doesn't know who she is. And she feels like she's lost herself or she never found herself to begin with. And home to her is to that person or to that place that reminds her of who she is and to a place of peace, right? A lot of childhood, we call it childhood bliss because we don't have as many of our internal demons and, and pains and miseries that we do once we've gone through more of life. And the more you go through life, the more experiences you have. And those can be good and those can be bad. But 
when you have less to have seen, there can be this blissful state. So maybe when she's saying, I want to go home, it's almost like I want to go back to my childhood where things were easy and simple and things were good. There is this deep yearning in her voice when she says this line that I think just has so much emotion in it that really conveys how badly she wants to believe. I love that she switched it from I want to be wrong to I want to go home. She might be saying, I want to go back to the time or the place where I once believed and I once had hope. And that really concludes this song. I think it's one of the most beautiful songs I've ever heard. And I think there's so much truth in everything she's saying. And it's something that so many people maybe don't want to talk about. But it's something very extremely relatable. No matter how connected or not connected you are with religion or spirituality. Everyone has something they want to have belief in and hope. And to keep them going. And this is that's really what the song is about. And about finding who you are and your identity. And that's something that every person relates to in some way or form. They want to know who they are and where they're from and what defines them as an individual and not just another piece of the world, but as someone who stands out and is special. And it's this craving of being remembered and wanting to see people who you no longer can see. And I think it's so emotional and a masterpiece in every way. So that's Chinese Satellite.